0: If I had a dollar for every time we're going to say podcast on this episode where we talk about our favorite podcasts, we may be able to not need any sponsors for this podcast. Episode 61 of our podcast, we're talking about our favorite podcasts. Cue the music. Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek.
1: And I'm another one of your hosts, Jessica Quaz.
0: And Jess, before we get started talking about our favorite podcasts on our own podcast, aren't we doing a little contest thing for the holidays?
1: That's right. To get into the holiday season, we're giving out some presents. So, to win one of these cool presents, you have to do one of two things one, blast us out on social media, either Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Tag us at Entertain Buffet so we can see you did it. And if you do that, you'll be entered into a raffle in which you can win $20 Amazon gift card. Or the second thing you can do to get a present is rate or review us. And if you do that, you will be entered to win a $30 Amazon gift card. So that's $50 you can get this holiday season.
0: Wait, Jess, you're telling me that we're gonna give away up fifty dollars. For all they have to do is post and tag us on social media, and rate and review us on iTunes. Like that's just that's that's very easy to get fifty dollars for Amazon.
1: It's a very easy way to get fifty dollars, and it literally takes less than five minutes. So you can make ten dollars a minute if you do it.
0: That's a. Way to look at
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds like a sweet deal.
0: That's very simple, Jess. I mean I'd, I I cannot I, can I enter this? I want a chance at this fifty dollars like Amazon or is that is that corrupt? Would I be corrupting the uh, the polls there?
1: I feel like there's an issue with that. I don't think you can enter, but you can tell Damn. your friends who listen to enter and maybe they'll yeah. buy you a sweet present with that Amazon gift card money.
0: right. That sounds like a great plan. Guys, I will send you one of my wish lists from Amazon, some Funkos. You know, I you know I always love cheap DVDs and Funko Pops, so uh, hint, hint, people who want to get me Christmas gifts.
1: <laughs> I feel like there might be some corruption with getting a Christmas gift out of a gift card that you paid for, but whatever. Moving on. <laughs> moving on, just a reminder. Again, all you have to do is either blast us out on Twitter and Facebook and tag us at Entertainment Buffet. And you'll be entered into a raffle for a $20 Amazon gift card. Or if you're not really into Twitter, Facebook, you don't really care about social media, that's fine. You get another chance to win. All you have to do is rate and review us on our podcast, and you'll be entered into a $30 Amazon gift card raffle. And all you have to do is do that by December 20th. Again, December 20th is the last day to do that.
0: Wow. I am jealous of you listeners just getting $50 for just, you know... Handful of clicks on your phone or your computer. Must be nice.
1: <laughs> so, again, last day to do it is December 20th, and we will announce it on the episode after that. So, Brandon, what have you been watching this week?
0: What have I been watching? Well, I uh, obviously we recently had Thanksgiving, I was at home with family, uh, you know, I was watching some things, so I'd, I'd, I didn't get a ton of time. Uh, to watch things, but uh, as far as movies go, uh, just a couple. Actually, it's funny. For the first time since theaters, I rewatched Star Wars The Last Jedi.
1: I still have not rewatched it since theaters.
0: I literally saw it twice in theaters this opening night. That first Thursday, I saw it at like a 7 o'clock, and then again at like a 10. I saw it twice, literally back-to-back screenings, and I hadn't seen it since. Uh, If you guys want to hear our full thoughts on Star Wars The Last Jedi, yeah, go listen to that episode uh, It came out about this time last year. Go listen to it. We got real deep into it. Things were real heated last year when people were being all a bunch of haters, which we found out now are like Russian trolls. Uh, Yeah. But all I have to say is I still enjoy it. I don't care what people say. If they want to, you, you know, just piss in my Cheerios, like you know you do you you're the dude pissing in Cheerios. what the fuck is wrong with you like star wars last jedi of course it has flaws like every film does every star wars film has flaws but like there are so many other good moments that you need to people you people need to put down your hate your glasses and just enjoy star wars last jedi it's been a year now give it another watch see what you think um Another movie I watched, uh, I've been trying to work my way through uh, some of the AFI Top 100 movies. I just watched some classic movies I never saw before. I watched Easy Rider. Jess, have you seen this movie?
1: I have. Um, um it's <laughs> not... <laughs> I, like we were kind of talking about last episode with Raging Bull, I do kind of find it a little overrated. Um... I don't think it's as problematic as Raging Bull, but I don't think it's the best movie in the world.
0: Oh no. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I I this Easy Rider, it's like I understand it's a thing of the time. You know, it was an independent film, uh kind of was ushering in a new wave of films that were low budget independent ones. It was directed uh by Dennis Hopper and produced by Peter Fonda, they both act in it they, they acted in it they both did some writing. Uh Jack Nicholson got best uh was nominated for best supporting actor which like the acting is fine, like I just it, it, it's a movie that it, it's it just kind of happens. Literally just ride uh across country and they kind of fall into little antics and shenanigans and problems and like there isn't really a plot. it just kind of you get little glimpses of stuff and there's lots of scenes where they're on them motorcycles and you're just seeing parts of america which is cool but yeah uh i just more so the filmmaker side of me enjoyed the fact i heard like it was made for less than half a million dollars uh like 400 some grand and then it ended up making like 60 million you know it's Something that like obviously with inflation, I'm sure it's a lot more nowadays, but I, I just love hearing about movies that they didn't need a lot of money uh, and then they made a lot of money because I think that's what filmmaking should be. Um, you should just do what you need bare bones. You should not have to always do things, 100 to 300 million dollar movies to try to make a bajillion dollars. As far as TV goes, not a lot of TV. I finished watching uh re-watching season two of daredevil after i was so in love with the third season i went back to two but jess we got some sad news today the day we are recording this netflix has chosen to not renew daredevil for season four i'm not taking it well jess
1: i'm so sorry for your loss <laughs>
0: Honestly, the only other thing I was watching TV-wise is I did watch the on the WWE Network, the pay-per-view Survivor Series, and uh, it, it happened. It was not tremendous, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting to see uh, for any of my wrestling fan listeners out there. Uh, all I have to say is, like, Becky Lynch, I hope that this unfortunate injury is going to turn out in her favor and she's going to have a WrestleMania match with Ronda Rousey And Becky Lynch, if you're listening, uh, if you wanted to get married tomorrow, I would just ask where you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Becky Lynch, my future wife. Um, (laughs) anyway, Jess, what have you been watching?
1: Well, I have not been watching nearly as much as you have, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in the way of movies, the only movie I've really watched recently is JFK. Um, it, I actually rewatched it. I have seen it before. I've seen it a few times. Um, our last episode on American history movies really got me in the mood for watching it, and I weirdly totally forgot about this movie when we were recording. I didn't even put it in honorable mentions. It just completely slipped my mind. Um, but JFK, <laughs> if I had remembered, it would have been one I actually talked about because it's an amazing movie. Um, it's one of my favorites in terms of American history. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen it, it's First of all, it's super long. It's like, I forgot how long it was. It's like three and a half hours fucking long. It is a long yeah. movie, but it's really, really good. And it's all about the conspiracies. Behind JFK's assassination. So it's not about JFK. It's about everything that happens after him And it's based on the true story of Jim Garrison Who's a district attorney in New Orleans who just decides that he's gonna investigate and he's gonna look into it and what he uncovers along the way Um, It's it's really odd because typically with very long movies, especially ones that are three and a half hours long I usually can see where they should have trimmed like a half hour like that could have been taken out this could have been taken out I mean but for this so much happens there's so much information and there's so many just complex pieces of all of it that I kind of think it had to be three and a half hours long like and even though it is that long every scene's amazing every piece of that's incredible the cast is unbelievable I was gonna Uh, say the humongous cast massive (laughs) everyone like everyone is in this movie and it's another thing too it's like one of those casts where I forget everyone's in it like um, and they all have either, like, really tiny roles or really big roles. The roles totally vary. Um, God, some of the cast, Kevin Costner's Jim Garrison, uh, Ed Asner and Jack Lemmon show up for a minute. Vincent D'Onofrio shows up. Sissy SpaceX in it. Gary Oldman plays Lee Harvey Oswald. Kevin Bacon, Michael Brooker, Tommy Lee Jones, Laurie Metcalf. Uh, it just keeps going. There's so many, like, forgot already, um uh john candy john candy's in it like what (laughs) (laughs) totally forgot john candy's in it um there's just so many it's just like one of those movies where people could just keep popping up donald sutherland has a really intense scene if you haven't seen it before and you're really interested in american history i highly suggest watching it but also like i think it could be one of those movies that like you have on while you're like on your laptop <laughs> like there's a it's a long <laughs> movie it's easy yeah. to like lose interest because it is so long but it's definitely one worth watching um and then also again weirdly in the vein of american history uh the show that i've been obsessed with and watching nonstop is man in the high castle have you watched any of man in the high castle
0: it's been on my list for the longest time. <laughs> Yo,
1: put it up at number one. It is so <laughs> fucking good. Um, I had heard about it. seems really interesting, but my best friend recommended it. It's one of his favorite shows. He's the one that got me into Riverdale, so I will listen to anything he says. Um, it's unbelievable. Just, oh my God, all of it. So for those of you who haven't heard of Man in the High Castle, it's in a world where the Axis power won World War II. Um, so that's very interesting. It's in a totally different culture and world. And America is divided, liter- quite literally divided. Um, the east side of the country is ran by the Nazis. It's like, we're, our, America's a sovereign state um, between the Nazis and then the west coast is Japanese territory. Um and it's just incredible and unique and really well done and the acting is amazing the look and the feel of it's unbelievable i've i'm like already halfway through it and it's also one of those shows that is shrouded in mystery you have a lot of questions about like what is even going on and you're trying to understand it all but it's not like like, Lost, where you don't ever get solid answers, you get solid answers. But that leads to even more questions. So, Man <laughs> in the High Castle, it's amazing. Um, I think it's just just really well done. It is, like, the definition of prestige television.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's been up there for the longest time, especially just because, like, I do pay for Amazon Prime for like the shipping and everything. and i It's funny, because even when I do the shipping, it's like, did you know you can also watch shows? I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> like, don't, don't remind me that I'm paying for it and not using it. I have plenty of stuff I'm watching right now. But who knows? Netflix canceled Daredevil. Man, maybe I'll need to drop Netflix just to give a big F you.
1: There you go, and you'll have Man on the High Castle to take over your time, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and I need to see The Marvelous Miss Maisel. So.
1: Oh, it's uh, really good. That's another really good one
0: yeah and i also heard that sneaky pete is good and uh like tons of amazon content so
1: and amazon just released homecoming which i also hear is really good and that is based on a
0: podcast well what a great transition jess look
1: at that so natural
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you write that down? No, I
1: didn't. I just thought, of okay. that. because I have You looked like coming. proud,
0: like he doesn't know that I planned that.
1: <laughs> no, I was just proud that it popped in my head. I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to ride this one out.
0: <laughs> Don't cut any of this. Uh, Jess, we're talking about our favorite podcasts. I mean, we're always talking about movies and TV shows. Uh, I've had some comedians on the podcast, but like, let's be honest. Why are we all here, folks? Because we love podcasts.
1: I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I podcast. I mean, I'm just like full on into this medium of entertainment.
0: I feel like podcasts have grown so much though that it's almost like Netflix where it's like there's so many good ones and like you just have all these episodes like sitting in your like queue to keep listening to. <laughs> like you feel I feel like I can never catch up. I need to start working out again because when I worked out I was I was on my podcasts
1: that's actually what I've been doing as of recent is listening to podcasts when I go to the gym and it feels so strange to like be pumping iron and then you hear like someone talking about murder like it's just like because I listen to a lot of like (laughs) true I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and it's just really interesting to like you know I sometimes I go to the gym and I listen to like Nicki Minaj to get me pumped or I like listen to a true crime podcast and it's really strange to like be like into it like you know lifting my weights and then all of a sudden be like and then what she didn't know was this and you like find out some big mystery while you're like on the treadmill it's like it's a really weird thing i do um if some people like who were at the gym knew what i was listening to they might think i'm like actually crazy um But yeah, podcasts are good for your health too because sometimes I'll be so into a podcast episode that I'm like, we're going to be at this gym for 20 more minutes and we're going to finish this fucking episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, No, yeah, podcasts are great. And honestly, there's some podcasts here that like I, you know, when I needed a good laugh and I needed to just like, when you listen to a podcast for a long time and you really like, endure like listening to the hosts over the years like it just like you feel like you're like part of like 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 a friend group like that you're just all chilling and talking Uh, you feel part of the conversation and uh yeah like it just I think it's such a great experience and like it it honestly helped me and a lot of times I've joked about on the podcast a lot but like um you know when i had some dark times and i was driving i was alone in the car you you know i just needed a laugh like i turned to some of these podcasts and um uh, you also can hear a lot of inspirational stories fun stories behind the scene things you can hear things from celebrities like there's so many different kinds of podcasts now it's like it's really just like take your pick like (laughs) I feel like every day someone's like, do you listen to this podcast? I'm like, I haven't even heard of that one. Jesus. Like, <laughs> there's so many. Um, but yeah. So Jess, shall we get started? Shall we just start diving into some of our favorites?
1: Yeah, let's just go straight into it. So Brandon, what is a podcast that you listen to?
0: Well, uh, Jess, something I brought up earlier in the podcast uh, was my love of wrestling Uh, I know wrestling is not for everyone out there, um, but there's a couple podcasts I love listening to that I'll bring up, and then I won't talk about any more wrestling-related ones. Uh, My two favorite ones, one of them I've been listening to since 2013, um, back when we were filming a short film in college during the summer. Uh, It was called the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I was really proud. I found it when there was only like, 10 12 episodes like it was still a little baby podcast and um, it has three comedians who talk about wrestling. It's uh, Matt McCarthy who you may recognize him. He's a red-headed comedian who has been on Conan. He's done the Batman sketches with Pete Holmes back when they were doing those on College Humor. Uh, but yeah him and a couple other comedians Vince Averill and Tom Sibley uh, talk about their love of wrestling and Tom Sibley just started watching wrestling when they started the podcast. So it's kind of like two people who loved it their whole lives. And one guy who's like brand new to it. So like to see him over the years, like the past, like five years, uh, listen to, uh, kind of just, the ups and downs of a lot of things in wrestling, and people becoming famous, and others, uh, you know, passing away, and uh, all the ups and downs. But also, it's hilarious. You know, they goof around, they do bits, they have characters that they do, and uh, it's just a fun uh, time. And it may not appeal to people who are non-wrestling fans, um, but those who love wrestling, it's a must listen. It's hilarious, and honestly, I was so excited. Uh, these last couple of years when they did some live shows, not all podcasts do live shows, but they came to Chicago, uh, both in 2017. And then earlier on in 2018, uh, both were in March around the week of my birthday. So <laughs> 2017, they came the day before my birthday. And then this year they came on my birthday. I got to go see them live both times. Uh, when I saw them last time, they recognized me. Uh, they saw me, uh, and, and Then I even ran into them when I went to a wrestling event called All In back in September. I ran into them again, got another picture with them. They recognized me. Super nice guys. They're great to their fans. And um, just one of those podcasts that, like, I I love the fact that uh, for the longest time, you know, they didn't do ads because they didn't want to... You know, uh, like not quote unquote sell out, but they, you know, they didn't want to do that to the show. But then they decided uh, to start doing them, but they do it their own way. They still kind of make fun and and have fun. It's not just like a pre-recorded bullshit thing a lot that some podcasts may do. But yeah, we watch wrestling podcasts. One of the one I listen to. And uh, another one I won't gush over too much uh, is the Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling podcast. Um, These guys are located in Chicago, where I'm at currently. Marty DeRose is a very famous uh, comedian in the Chicago scene and also podcaster. He's done a few podcasts over the years. Another one he did was Wrestling with Depression, where he talked with comedians, wrestlers, and tons of things about, like, uh, depression and a lot of uh, things uh, with mental illness and such. Uh, Yeah, but Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Uh, They're these two, uh, we'll just say, like, they're goofballs who they um, talk about wrestling, but also the main shtick of this podcast is all the characters that they've created and the impressions of wrestlers and people that they do and just random celebrities too like they do like Werner Herzog like the director uh the documentary guy um they uh even just have like a character one of them becomes like Santa Claus or you know the ghost of Andre the Giant or, like, oh, this is Tiffany from Taters. Like, it just, like, it's so much fun. And it's also this rare thing where the two hosts were just buddies. And they actually revealed recently at the podcast that they have been dating and are actually in love.
2: Oh. <laughs> and so it's,
0: yeah, so it's, like, a fun little thing that for a long time they were just, like, buddies. <laughs> and then, like, I, I think they tried to not mention it on the podcast because they didn't want to make it a thing. But they're just like, yep, we're dating, and we're now we're living together. And, like, so it's just, like, it got this extra. You could just sense the love with them uh, and their relationship, their hilarious chemistry together and uh, going back and forth and stuff. But, ooh, I've been rambling a lot. Jess, tell me some uh, other podcasts that you love that you're listening to.
1: So... Very different from yours. <laughs> uh, I like I said. I love true crime podcasts. I'm fascinated by them, and there's been a lot of podcasts that have really like shined a lot of light on some stories that probably never would have gotten attention. Um, the first one that I want to talk about that's a true crime podcast. I recently really got into Dirty John. Um, it's currently the number one podcast right now. Um, but I actually hadn't heard of it until like a couple weeks ago. Um, there's this new show on Bravo called Dirty John and it stars Connie Britton. And I will watch literally anything that woman is in, anything at all. And so <laughs> since I didn't know like much about the actual story behind it, but I watched the pilot of it for her really for her, and Eric Bann is in it too, and he's great. So, um, I decided to watch it for them, um, and I got so drawn into this story that as soon as I finished the episode, I started the podcast, like, immediately, because I needed to know what happened and what wh- where this was going to lead, because it's kind of wild. Um, and I don't want to give too much away, but basically it's about this woman who fell in love with this guy named John, and he just was not who he said he was and <laughs> we, we learn a lot about the like it's just it's such a wild story it's one of those stories that you hear and you can't even believe like how how did this really even happen what is going on and then the more it kind of unravels itself the more you realize like this is a story that very well happens all the time we just don't hear about it so we don't really think about it it's one of those stories like you would never think could happen but it very much does um so i i would suggest if you've listened to the podcast watch the show if you've seen the pilot watch listen to the podcast the two definitely go hand in hand and i think it'll be interesting like as the show goes forward like seeing how they like play out some of these crazy details, because there are some wild things that happen. Um, it's kind of hard to describe, but basically this guy just exploits this woman and does a lot of really bizarre stuff, and he's, it's, it's, he's a real, like, villain, but the story is fascinating. So that's produced by the podcast company Wondery, and they've also produced a podcast called Dr. Death, and this was another one that I was really into. Um, Both of these shows only have six episodes so you can blow through it in like a couple days and learn wow. the whole story which is really wow. I, which is what i like it's like open and shut beginning middle end here you go here's everything we're done here's so the story <laughs> it is and what's interesting too is dirty john only has six episodes and it's the number one podcast right now so that's how fascinating the story is it's not something that has to keep building and building like they did everything in six weeks and they had like Literally, like in the six weeks of its release, it was downloaded ten million times. Like that's how just fascinating the story is. Um, it just wow. garnered so much attention. And Doctor Death is a very similar kind of structure, where it's six episodes about one guy who's super messed up. True crime, a story you've never, I-, I never heard of the story before. Um, and Doctor Death is about this guy who was a surgeon in the Dallas area, and was just no like just a really incompetent really bad surgeon and how he messed up a lot of people's lives and it's just like both kind of can go hand in hand like i listened to dirty john and dr death within the same week even though the two stories are very different they have very similar vibes and they're very very unique true crime it's not like a a cut and dry like murder story like it's wild um and it just kind like, both podcasts just kind of open you up to this, like, dark side of humanity and kind of makes you think about, like, the people in your life. Like, holy shit. Um, so if you're <laughs> into true crime, this is very different style of true crime. It is so different. Um, and they're both just really fascinating stories that, again, you can blow through in, like, a couple days and you're done and you've heard the whole thing um and it's a kind of like both dirty john and dr death i would say would be like the perfect road trip kind of podcast because you just listen to it and then you're done and you can fill your time in a car with some crazy true crime <laughs> and don't get me wrong i don't just listen to like True crime podcasts. It's just, <laughs> it's just so interesting to me how podcasting has become a form of investigative journalism because it, it really has. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: like it's not just like I don't know. There's different forms of podcasting, and some podcasts have even like shine, like I said, shined lights on like things that we don't know about or we don't talk about. Um, and it kind of just they make you think, like so. Like I said, Dirty John and Dr. Death are not, like, your typical cut-and-dry podcast where, like, someone gets murdered, case solved, whatever. There are very, like, there's a lot of layers to the story. And I don't think I ever, ever, ever would have heard about either one of these stories had I not listened to podcasts. And that's just what's so interesting about this new medium because because podcasts are still, like, very young. This is still a a new form of entertainment. Like, yeah, talk radio has been around for a very long time, but, like this is a very different ball game and that's oh, yeah. what's so interesting is like you can do a six episode piece on this intense story and teach about like millions of and millions of people about it and then be done just like be and it's an insightful thing like i just think that that's what makes it so interesting is like it has become a way to sort of be like a, a journalist or a documentarian in a totally different form um so, yeah, I think that that's what makes these two really fascinating, specifically, is that, like, I never would have heard about it in any other way.
0: Well, I mean, I think the reason why, like, uh, as far as it goes with podcasts, they become so popular is, like you said, they can be a very small, digestible amount of episodes. But also, like, some people may not want to watch, for example, like, documentary shows or documentaries in general about such things like maybe they don't want to see that they don't want to see the people they don't want to see this or see that and like they just want to like listen or like maybe you know when they get home they just want to watch other shows or movies whatever um but like they can still get that fixed by just listening to these kind of things whether it's the investigative investigative journalism part or just about the the fact that uh like a lot of them are just like they're like documentaries but in podcast form, like it's, it's in just audio form. It's, it's crazy how much it's opened the door for things. Um, and I, I really wonder where it's going to go from there.
1: One thing like I find really strange within myself is that, it's, it makes no sense to me, but I find talk radio to be the most boring fucking thing in the world. <laughs> but I love podcasts. It's really strange because they're essentially the same thing, right? But like when you boil yeah. it down, it's just people talking at you. But podcasts have this really unique flair, really unique sound design that just like makes it so different from like literally just hearing some dude talk on the radio.
0: Well, I mean, the thing where it, like, takes over, kind of like, like I said, I'm just going to make these comparisons, like, you know, Netflix or HBO, like, they don't really have rules, like, that cable does, like, there is no FCC, like, the it's a paid service, like, and, like, podcasts, with them being free, especially for the most part, like, people, like you said, they can bring their unique take to it, and... Hey, I want this episode to be three minutes. Hey, I want this one to be three hours. Hey, I want I want to say fuck. I want to talk about this. I want to put in sound effects, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it's whatever you want it to be. And I think that allows like, sure there's so many podcasts out there that no one listens to like it's just like youtube like it's there's a lot out there but it also has allowed so many people to be creative that they're not h- held down by probably radio stations like you can't say that on the radio y- you know like there's no rules and that's why i think it's just better for the artists and the content
1: yeah podcasts are to traditional radio what netflix and hulu streaming is to traditional tv it's just a different medium um so anyway moving on
0: <laughs> what? Just, we're just gushing about the fact that podcasts exists <laughs> like you
1: said if we had a dollar for every time we said podcast on this podcast oh my, my god. god so we mad. could have
0: a second podcast
1: we could have a second <laughs> podcast we could like produce other podcasts we'd have so much money Yeah. Anyway, so what is a podcast? Here we go again with that word. What is a podcast that you also are listening to?
0: So another one of my favorites. Um, Like I said, a lot of these are going to be nerdy. This one's one of the nerdiest ones of all. It's got a nerd uh, synonym in the title. It's Geek History Lesson. Jess, this is a podcast hosted by Jason Inman and Ashley Victoria Robinson, and I. It is such a simple idea, but it is a genius idea, and I hope that they do it forever. Like,
1: so what is it? I've never heard of it. What is it
0: about? <laughs> so yeah, I mean the uh, the title like is uh, I love it's very on point. Um, geek history lesson, which is basically they take a character or a construct or something in like geek culture. And they like teach like an hour hour and a half you know normal podcast length history lesson on it so like they talk about like like they're like welcome to the mind university like this week we're talking about iron man and like they go through like comic book characters for the most part like they do other realms of things like harry potter doctor who star wars star trek you know like they jump around to other geek related things whether it's books movies tv But a lot of it is comic books and comic book characters specifically. And like most shows, you know, they'll do lists or they'll have guests, things like that. But for the most part, I love, as a fan of comics, they'll just talk about a random character that you may not know a ton about. Like they'll talk about... I don't know, one of the three Robins, or they'll talk about, from Batman, they'll talk about villains that don't get as much time, and they'll go through their whole history as far as, um, like, that you can talk about at an hour. Some of their best stories, recommended readings, um, like like they're actual teachers and they always joke that like you'll feel like you're learning something but also like if you go to like a nerdy cocktail party you can like brag about all the things you know about this character that maybe someone else doesn't know unless then they listen to it too (laughs) but yeah um they also it's just a fun uh the hosts are fun as far as like they also do bits. They do characters. Uh, they uh, bring on some fun guests who give a different perspective from the usual hosts. They also work on their own comic books. So I have not been able to read their own, but it's it's like you could tell how much that they love uh, them as a fan, but also that they're creating it as well. But yeah, if you've ever been curious about a certain comic book character, or like maybe they talk about something else you're a fan of, you probably like the, some of the Star Wars episodes, Jess. Um, it's just such a easy little, you know, anywhere from like 45 minute to an hour and a half listen where they just dive into a certain thing and it's a lot of fun.
1: So it's essentially like the backdrop, the backstories of geeky pop culture things.
0: Yeah. So like, they'll just like talk about like some of it, they'll talk about like, okay, Black Panther was created in this year by this person. And, like, a little background maybe about how the character was created. And then they'll jump into, like, King T'Challa... King T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther. Like, his history in the comics. And, like, oh, this is when he, you know, did this. And then in the 70s, like, they kind of did this with the character. In the 80s, they did this. And, like, just kind of sum up so, like all the best things you need to know but then they'll also joke about some of the weird things like that they do in comics like oh and this character well they weren't around for 10 years because they died (laughs) but they brought back because it's comics and uh yeah so it's, it's a fun listen. Um, they talk about both Marvel and DC. And yeah, I a lot of my recent geeky knowledge is probably a good thanks to them. And it's just such an easy listen.
1: That sounds really neat. That sounds like a really informative, interesting podcast about moments in pop culture.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And it was certainly interesting listening to the latest episode where they talked about Stanley's uh, best characters that he gave us. because. I know, like, he's famous, like, a lot of people associate with him, like, the Avengers, but it wasn't just the Avengers, like, it was X-Men, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Thor, like, he just, that man, you know, rest in peace, Stan, you, like, created so many characters that are going to be around for a long time.
1: Rip, man. Rip. Rip. Man. <laughs> yeah, bruh. <laughs> It,
0: I've usually heard people say R.I.P., but you're like, Rip Man. Rip Man. What up? <coughs> well, Jess, what's another podcast you're listening to?
1: So, kind of along the lines of yours, uh, it's an informative podcast. Oh, really? Not really. Kind of, <laughs> but not really at the same time. Uh, <laughs> one podcast that I love to listen to is Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. So, Brandon, we've talked about Queer Eye a whole bunch on this show. We both love it. It's yes. both great. Uh, we
0: both cried many times Um, to it. Many,
1: many times. I still haven't
0: even finished it.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, it's it's an emotional journey, and it's a great emotional journey. Um, (laughs) One of the breakouts of the show is Jonathan Van Ness. He is the... grooming expert on queer eye well he this dude is a jack of all trades he is a renaissance man let me tell you because not only did we all just recently find out he also does stand up um he's going on tour i just found that out um
0: I think I saw a Netflix ad for that or something.
1: Yeah, like something popped up that said he was going to be coming to my town. And I was like, why? And it's like, to perform stand-up? That sounds amazing, <laughs> yes. Um, Jonathan, he could just do
0: whatever he wants, he
1: can. He's honestly so fun to watch. He's such a burst of positive energy. Like, yeah, I could... I will. He doesn't even have to tell jokes on stand-up. He could just literally just talk to me and I would love it. Like, I'd love every moment of it. <laughs> just, like, hearing about his day or whatever he wants to talk about. <coughs> uh, but he has a podcast. So Jonathan Vaness has a podcast and it's called Getting Curious. And it's fascinating because every week he has a topic and he sits down just with an expert of that topic and just asks them questions. So his episodes range, which is also really interesting And they're all over the place. So, like, uh, he's had an episode on astronomy. He's had an episode on child separation. Also, what's really interesting is he's had every other member of the Queer Eye cast on. So they have their own episodes where he just talks about, like, what their lives are like. And they're super fascinating. Another episode he did was, what's it like to be a woman in NASCAR? He talked about um, trans rights, medical marijuana, uh, language the latest episode I just listened to is about unions, and the title is What Do Trade Unions Actually Do? And so he <laughs> just, like, picks a topic, and there. Are, what's interesting is he is open about the fact that he doesn't know, and he's asking questions because he wants to learn. And so each topic... Is fascinating and you can learn a lot in a very non-pretentious way nothing about it is condescending like he will just straight up ask seemingly very basic questions about very big topics because he doesn't know and so he's informing himself and informing the audience in a way that's really fun um it's really interesting. Like I said, the last episode I listened to was about trade unions, and I had I knew very little about unions in general. Um, and just to, I learned a lot, but I learned in a very interesting, unique way. Where it's Jonathan who's very like happy-go-lucky and very silly and very funny, and like has a very specific vernacular to him and talks in his own way. Um, he's him being him asking the questions that like we kind of all want to know about. Um, So it's super informative in a very exciting way. Uh, It's almost as if you were just getting lunch with a friend and your friend was asking someone a bunch of questions. Uh, He's a great host. He's funny. He's sweet. He's kind. And he's not afraid to look a little uninformed because that's what the show's about is like asking questions. I don't like, and this isn't just like for podcasts, but like for talk shows like in general, I don't like when a host acts like they are an expert. I like it when someone (laughs) is willing to be like, I don't know this. Like, you're here to tell me about it. And he's very much casual in the fact that like he doesn't know anything about astronomy so he's gonna like ask this astronomy expert questions about space and he's gonna learn and he's gonna teach us too um so getting curious it's fascinating it's interesting there's like topics all across the board and he's just a fantastic host
0: yeah i i'm interested in that because like his his energy on that show and just in general is pretty uh pretty infectious
1: <laughs> it is and it's fu- it's not only is it like a really informative and interesting show and you can learn a lot but like you kind of just feel a little bit more positive after listening to it because you've listened to jonathan van Esse for like a half hour and he's just so <laughs> like funny and great and strong and happy and it, it, it like you said infectious it's that's the perfect word for it infectious is the best way to describe him because you can't like not feel good after listening to him talk.
0: I'm going to, when we're done listening to that, I'm going to download an episode because uh, I I love him and all the Fab Five of that show, but he's clearly, like, the one that just, like, you know, everyone loves.
1: (laughs) I think Jonathan Van is, like, America's sweetheart right now. Like, seriously. (laughs) Like, he is. I'm going to see him perform stand-up. Hell yes.
0: (laughs) That'll be very interesting to see. I wonder if it's just staying up or just, like, his energy is so infectious that it works. I
1: think it could. Honestly, he could literally just talk at me, and I would find it beyond entertaining. There's just something about his personality that's just, like, so charming and so positive and so, like, loving. So I I think he's great. So, um, and it's just, if you want to learn some stuff that you probably would never even care to ask about, like... It's a great show just to, like, learn about random things.
0: Definitely. Um, Yeah, so another podcast that I really enjoy, and it's a pretty popular one, is uh, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes.
1: I think I've heard of, well, I've definitely heard of this. I might, I don't know if I've listened to it.
0: Well, Pete Holmes is this comedian. (laughs) Did I just make it uh, weird? (laughs) nice Uh um it is a podcast that has been around god probably since like 2012 2013 it's been a long time um there's tons of podcasts like this it's uh there's a joke between mark maron and him that like you know mark maron's like you stole my show because like it's just it's another interview show um and like uh, like Mark Maron's a comedian who does interviews but like uh, Pete Holmes is a very distinctive type of person much like uh, Jonathan Van Ness like I think his like goofiness and like excitement can be very infectious um, I think though he is the type of host that like once you start noticing things like he's very self aware that like he's very talkative and laughs very loud and sometimes controls the conversation a little bit But like the best moments and also his podcast is known for a lot of episodes being like three hours and you're like, Jesus, like that seems so long. But then once you hear them like talk and like get into it, I love it because, for example, I used to not like the show Nerdist. I'll hate on a podcast a little.
1: Yeah, that's Not only fine. Because he sucks. I'm sorry. Chris, Chris Hardwick is a terrible host. He... Yeah. He... <laughs> sorry. There's many
0: things we could say about Chris Hardwick. No, but, uh, like but the thing personal that...
1: stuff aside, he talks about himself way too much. Like, a lot of the questions are about, like... Him. Like, he he talks about himself, and I don't care about you, Chris Hardwick. I want to talk about, like,
2: you have
1: some <laughs> bomb ass guests, and you well, sit there the and thing. you talk about yourself.
0: He's got great guests on there. That's the only reason why I try to listen to some episodes, is that, like, maybe those people weren't on other shows. But my thing is, they really adhere to the whole a podcast should only be like an hour, hour and a half. And that's probably some of the celebrities. Maybe that's all they, the time they have for, but it just kills me to look right as like, they're getting into some stuff. It's like, well, we got to go. And I'm like, why, why do you have to go? And like, sure. Pete Holmes has some shorter episodes, but then like, there's some, like I said, that are two and a half, three hours. And I feel like that's when you really get to end them Cause like they've gotten past the usual interviewee bullshit. That like you hear on every podcast, like maybe stories you've heard them talking to talk about on a talk show or on a YouTube clip, whatever you get past all that. And then you start really getting into like stories about their childhood, maybe things that are totally non you know comedy or entertainment related or like the show. Also, like he's known for three things he likes talking about, like industry type stuff, family stuff, and then like spiritual stuff. Because uh, Pete Holmes grew up religious and then kind of, like, questioned a lot, a lot of that growing up in comedy and such. So, like, some of them can really get spiritual or hippy-dippity. You know, lately uh, uh, Pete has gotten very, very interesting over the years. But, like, I think what's just so interesting is, like, the things he gets into. Like, to me, one of the most fascinating episodes I still remember to this day is he did an interview with Dane Cook. Oh,
1: yeah, Which,
0: like... Well, <laughs> oh. see, but that's everyone's reaction. Cause it's Dane but, like, Cook.
1: This... Yikes. Ew.
0: Okay, <laughs> but I'll just say, and like, maybe this will interest you more. But like, one thing that happened to Dane Cook that he talks about in this episode is that he had a ha- uh, he never had any full siblings, but he had a half brother who he still considered like his like a full brother. Like he never treated him like a half brother, and like his half brother was like his manager slash agent type person, and then he found out like years later that the other guy stole his half brother stole a shit ton of money from him. And like, he wasn't mad about the money. Like apparently and like Pete and other people have even talked about this. Like Dane, like sure he has a shit ton of money from when he was famous, but like he doesn't like show it off or whatever, but he was just more, he talks about the podcast just like he felt betrayed from his brother That, like, he stole from him when, like, if he really needed money, he could have, like, asked for it. But, like, things like that. Another recent episode with Henry Winkler. God, that man. Such a sweet old little man. (laughs) Fonzie uh, from Happy Days and uh, now recently on the HBO show Barry. Fascinating episode. I I love the the show because he does, has been getting some better guests over the year. Well, I shouldn't say better, more famous guests that aren't just niche comedians. You may not have heard of, but it's a very fascinating listen. I think you should check it out. Jess, at least like pick some episodes of some guests that you're interested in. And I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. (laughs) Jess, what's another podcast that you're listening to?
1: Another podcast I'm listening to is up and vanished. It is a true, Another podcast that I am listening to is Up and Vanished. It is a true crime podcast. Shocker. Um, this one is a little different because, like the title suggests, it's not about murder. It's not about extortion. It's true crime about people that disappear or who just up and vanish. Ooh. Um, so the first season is about a woman named Terry Grinstead who disappeared in Osceola, Georgia, and the second season, which just ended a couple days ago as we were recording this, um, focuses on Crystal Reisinger, who disappeared from Crestone, Colorado. And what's interesting is both of these women were young, in their 20s, and they both disappeared from really tiny towns where everyone knows everyone and everyone gossips to everyone. So someone knows what happens in both of these cases. Like, they, they just have to know, whether it be town gossip Or someone knowing someone, or someone seeing something. People know they're just hiding. So what's really interesting about Up and Vanished is it was start started by the host Payne Lindsay, and Payne Lindsay is just a dude. He's just a guy. He's not a detective. He's not a journalist. He's just a dude who wanted to, like, start a podcast.
0: (laughs) He's just just a dude. He's just
1: an average dude, like, which is really interesting. He even says this in the first episode of season one. He wanted to start a podcast about uh, true crime. And so he just kind of started, like, perusing true crime forums, just kind of seeing what was popping up. And the case of Tara Grinstead being just missing uh, is one that stuck out with him. And so he went into season one going into that case and has no background in any of this at all. He's just really, really good at talking to people, which is fascinating. He's an amazing interviewer and a fantastic narrator. And he just, it's just so fascinating because he'll just like talk to people over the phone or in person and just they'll just open up to him he's just kind of like a really charming likable dude and a really just good listener so he'll just like this guy has got to have hours and hours and hours of recorded conversation because you can tell he'll just like talk to people who are either like suspects or like um someone who knows someone or some like witnesses just like talk to people and just let them talk and he won't like interrogate them he'll just like just kind of kick it with them and be like well tell me about this man like what's happened there and people open up to him um not to give too much away for those of you who are maybe interested in listening to it but this season one of up and vanished actually led to an arrest for the case in season one which is really interesting um season two just ended and a lot of stuff has been kind of revealed because of it so this guy is like out there actually like kind of low-key solving stuff he's that's not his goal his goal is to just tell these women's stories and tell the people who have been involved in these cases their stories but again because it's in such like a small town setting people talk and people hear things and people reveal things and then that leads to investigators looking into things so it's really interesting so what's really interesting also about this show is season one that focuses on Tara Grinstead's disappearance takes place in a really small town co- called Oscilla and season 2 which focuses on Crystal Risinger's disappearance takes place in another really small town called Creststone. and both of these towns have like like about 500 people if that living in them they are small tiny little towns very isolated from the rest of the world and so as these seasons progress you get to actually like know these people because there are it's like almost like a cast of reoccurring characters people who keep coming back and keep like talking to him and so you get to know it's like it's it's just a really interesting like true crime because you are hearing other people and you're almost kind of like getting to know these people that went through something um so you know, I, like we were saying a, a true crime podcast can be a little heavy, can be a little dramatic. This is one that just stuck to me right in. Like I was obsessed and like just drawn to it because it's there's something even more fascinating about true crime stories where someone just straight up disappears and that's it. And that's that's that. And I it's interesting too because I think disappearance stories are only focused for so long like they you know after a while the media stops talking about him because there's only so much to say for them we kind of just forget we kind of just stop talking about it whereas this one revisits it and talks about it and gets into it and it's it's almost like the story could never really be told like this like I don't think if this podcast wasn't made Tara Grinstead's case might never have had an arrest at all Because who knows? Um, This one takes its time and actually talks to people. And you get to listen to a lot about what could potentially happen. Um, So uh, true crime can be very heavy. It can be a lot to digest. But at least with this one, stories are being told that have been forgotten. Crimes that happen against these victims are being exposed in a way that they never have before. And people are paying attention, which is what's really interesting is just some dude who wanted to start a podcast has now literally been helping families and people get as close to a resolution as they might ever get.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds awesome.
1: What's also really interesting, too, is it's now um, a special with Oxygen channel. So they just recently did a whole special, like an hour and a half special on season one and where it's going to go. So it's a podcast that's also now accompanied by a television show, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's just it's really interesting how many podcasts are now getting adapted and are becoming source material. Um, which is also really interesting for this medium that it's gone from just being listened to to now being seen.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I only have a couple left I want to talk about, Jess. Um, One that uh, is another nerdy one. Um, It's called Fat Man Beyond. It used to be called Fat Man on Batman. Um, This is with Kevin Smith. Uh, This is a show that I only recently got into within the last year or so. I know that it used to uh, be more about Kevin Smith interviewing people from comic book writing and the comic book world, but it's kind of morphed and they've even talked about over the years. It's morphed into, they do a live show a lot of the times and uh, in California. And uh, like, I definitely want to try checking it out if they ever come out this way, but um, where they talk about various things in comic and pulp, pop culture news, movies, television, things that are going on. Um, And they include the audience with, like, Q&As and stuff. And it's, like, very fun um, because it's so often a live experience. And, like, you just see how, like, Kevin Smith has, like, touched a lot of people over the years, even though, like, he's a small independent filmmaker who made, like, movies like Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob that may not be people's favorite movies, but like, he's just such a great guy. Like I've only heard great things. And like, Jess, you even got to briefly sort of meet Kevin Smith.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He was the coolest dude. He is as nice and as cool as people think he is. Um, he i was at A Q&A with him and one of my really good friends from back home uh is a huge kevin smith fan so when i found out i was going i just quickly texted my friend john and i was like what is one question that you if you could ask kevin smith you'd ask him and john asked if he could adapt any comic book what would he adapt And so I start, like, they called on me. um, I'm asking the question, and I'm holding my phone in my hand because I'm recording it. And whoever the moderator of the Q&A, like, kind of looked at me weird and was like, are you, like, looking at, like, off your phone? And I was, first of all, rude. Right? um, I was like, excuse excuse me, like, what if I have dyslexia, bitch? Like, calm down. (laughs) Um, But... I was like, "No, I am I'm this is my friend's question. I'm recording this." And Kevin Smith was so cool that he literally got down off the stage, walked up to me, grabbed my phone and talked to it like got up close and was like answering my friend john's question and at some point like even addressed him he's like well john i would do this for this reason thanks john thanks for your question like he was so cool he did not have to do that all he had to do like he literally didn't even have to answer my question he could have just like stood up there but he like was so personable, so nice. He's just as cool as he seems, which I love. Like, I hate to hear when people you like are actually, like, an asshole and they suck. It just... It's so refreshing to hear someone who seems cool is cool.
0: Yeah. And that's what, like, I was so happy to hear, like, uh, after he had his heart attack that he, like, was able to, like, kind of turn his life around and he's lost a ton of weight and he's very healthy now and because, like, he just has touched so many people uh, over the years, whether it's just at panels or interviews or things like that. I mean, like you said, he didn't have to answer the question, but like he made a story for like you and your friend for the rest of your lives. Cause like he knew that like something that simple for him could just make your friend John so fucking happy.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's why he's got the fan base that he does, because he genuinely cares about his fans. And that's super cool.
0: Yeah. And you you get every sense of that on the show, um, on Fat Man Beyond, where he does these Q&As. Uh, like, he jokes around with them, and he has fun, and he, may uh, like, even... You know it's a tiny thing he does, like, on a live show, that, like, I never really noticed uh, until recently? So, like obviously they do a thing where someone goes out with the microphone to find people to like ask them questions him and his co-host Mark Bernard and questions and um, the, so like for example if you were the guest uh, Jess he'd be like uh, alright what's your name and you'd be like oh my name's Jess he'd be like everyone give it up for Jess and he has the crowd give like the guest like the, the audience members asking questions a round of applause like, like he doesn't have to do that <laughs> that's such a tiny detail um, you know, everyone give it up for Jess and like every time for every person. And like, he's just so sweet. And like, um, also like people will like give him stuff. Cause they're like, I've been such a fan of yours for years. Like I made these mugs or whatever. He's like, Oh man, these are fucking beautiful. You know? <laughs> and he's just like so excited. And I'm just like, God, I just want to hang out with that dude.
1: <laughs> he is really one of the coolest people in Hollywood yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So to totally switch gears for a bit, (laughs) one podcast that I, back to murder, true crime. Let's get depressed, y'all. No. (laughs) To actually totally switch gears for a minute, one podcast that I really, really liked is called Limetown. It's actually a fictional series. Every other podcast we've been talking about is nonfiction. This is actually a fictional series, kind of like one of those old traditional War of the Worlds-esque like, radio shows, which is really interesting. Um, Limetown is about a investigative journalist called Leah Haddock, uh, who is investigating this really fascinating story about this town where 300 people at a neuroscience research facility just disappear completely. So what happened to these people? It's really interesting. I don't want to go like into too much of what it is about because it's one of those where it just unravels and it's just really interesting storyline that i don't want to spoil here if you're into like interesting sci-fi shows like the x-files twilight zone this definitely has that kind of vibe only in podcast form the sound design is really fascinating and really interesting it's literally a podcast that had me at the edge of my seat and it's so unique so different. Um, the first season, I think, only has like six episodes. Again, it's really short. It's something you can just like blow through. And they, I think, released a second season. I haven't gotten to the second season yet, but season one's amazing, so I definitely will be. And it's another podcast that's going to be adapted into a show, which is really fascinating. <laughs> um, all of these show- But here's the unfortunate part. Limetown is going to be adapted into a Facebook Watch show. Oh. Which is a thing that I still don't get. I, st- I don't get Facebook Watch. I really don't. Like, I don't.
0: Facebook just wants uh, everything.
1: They want everything. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, Facebook. They don't have you enough. You got us. Like, Going y'all don't make world, enough money.
0: <sighs> enough world domination.
1: I can't. Um. So that's so. Just just like listen to the podcast. We'll, you know. Hopefully the show's good. But it again, it'll be on uh, Facebook Watch. So who knows? Um. But yeah, it's it's unique. It's different, and it's an, it's a fictional podcast, which is pretty cool.
0: Nice. I uh, yeah. I speaking of, you know, something that is back in the nerdy realm and maybe not so far not like sort of sci-fi related but um another podcast i love listening to is the storm of spoilers this is a podcast that actually started as a game of thrones podcast where they would pretty much talk about spoilers from the books compared to the show and things like that and like if they heard Set spoilers or early episodes got released, whatever it is. Like, spoilers were free game. Like, you knew going into the podcast. But now they've kind of divided up the show that there's like a noise, no spoiler section, and then a spoiler section. But it's grown over the years that obviously, like, Game of Thrones has been in an off season for a while. So, like, when they've done it the last couple of years, like, (laughs) literally every episode in the meantime, they're like, welcome, everyone, to the Storm of Spoilers. And it's just like, off-season tour. (laughs) They do that every time. And, like, they just jump around pop culture to other things, whether it's TV shows, movies, um, you know, other books or whatever forms of other media um that they're just doing in the meantime until game of thrones comes back but anytime like juicy game of thrones news comes up like so and so was spotted in the shooting and so and so that says that the shooting is done for this episode um like they're all about it every episode if they can if there is news to talk about and yeah of spoilers a fun listen
1: that sounds like a fun one that sounds like a nice little uplifting pop culture podcast definitely So, I don't think we can talk about podcasts and not talk about cereal.
0: (laughs) I was waiting. I was waiting for you to bring it up.
1: (laughs) Did you listen to cereal?
0: I actually did not.
1: Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I didn't know there were people who didn't listen to cereal. (laughs) My goodness. So, cereal, I will say, is not one of my favorites, But I will say it is, I think, a staple in the podcast universe. I think we can't deny that. (laughs) Um, But I don't think it's had anywhere near the success of season one. I think season... So Serial is a series that was spun off from This American Life. Sarah Koenig is the host. I think season one of Serial is what literally got most people into podcasts. It definitely was for me. Um, I knew a lot of people who were listening to it who'd never listened to a podcast a day before in their life, and some who have exclusively listened to Serial, and that's it. Serial was a very big deal. A lot of people were talking about it, season one especially. And I think Serial... I mean, I don't know how you feel, Brandon, because you're, like, a non-listener of it, but as, like, a <laughs> listener... You're one of those weird
0: non-listeners?
1: But, like, you've heard like You, you didn't heard read a lot Harry Potter,
0: Brandon? I know, all right? You, you didn't know.
1: read Harry Potter? <laughs> Wait, what? This is not new information. No, I didn't know you didn't read Harry Potter.
0: How many times have I made the joke, I'm a writer who doesn't read?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I thought you been like, that was, like, a joke. Like, I didn't know you, like, actually... <laughs> Didn't read.
0: (laughs) I mean, I didn't really like books. I don't like the formats of books. But that's a totally different topic.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, totally different topic. You've seen the Harry Potter movies, though, right? Yes. Okay, 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 we can move on. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't for everyone, you know? I get
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Back to to murder. (laughs) Back to murder.
1: (laughs) So, you didn't listen to Serial, but do you remember when Serial, like, came out, like, the hype that was around Serial? Oh, my
0: God, it, like it was just such a fucking wave it's like it's like that's how people started hearing about what
1: podcasts were absolutely i think serial really changed the game for podcasts i think it was the first podcast that a lot of people actually started listening to and a lot of people understood like what the importance of podcasts could be and i don't think a lot of people understood what podcasts were or like even could be, or how they could be exciting yeah. until people got into Serial. Um, I don't know. I thought, I think season one is really interesting. It's a fascinating story. It's kind of frustrating at the end. Um, I don't think they've, I, I think season one of cereal is very much lightning in a bottle. I think it was very special for what it was and for what it did for like podcasting as a medium, But other than that, I don't think it's that... I don't know. Like, I don't think it's had the same momentum. It's had two other seasons that no one has talked about. Season 2 and 3 of Serial branched out, like, almost too far from what captured people. Um, Season 2 is a crime-ish... I mean, it's about um, Bo Bergdahl, who is a soldier who was, like, held captive by the Taliban, and then it was, like, when he was returned to America, like, story came out that he actually, like, deserted his post, very questionable surroundings, but it wasn't, like... It wasn't a fascinating mystery, I don't think. And then season three, which actually just came out in September of 2018 is not about one case, it's about many cases within Cleveland, Ohio, and just about like our court system. Hmm. So it's 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 just weird how season one made like such a splash and was such a big deal. And then the other two seasons aren't anything kind of like that vibe and like just do aren't they get the same. shark in a way? I do. I think it probably probably because the medium of podcasting was like so at the tipping point like serial kind of came out when podcasting was starting to become podcasts like we know now um that I don't think they had anything like to look to I don't think they had any guidance as to like yeah. this is what's working keep with this I think they tried to like with season 2 do the boberg Berg doll thing because it's like ooh it's an interesting mystery but it's like it's kind of not like it's <laughs> It's really not. You could have told me about it in one episode, and it's like that's it. Or like, like you know, whatever. It's funky. It's, it's weird, but yeah. it's not like an like a story like Adnan in season one where it's there's so many layers that you need to figure it out. Um, but like I said, like Serial, it's not one I'm currently listening to, and it's not one of my favorites. But you, if you're gonna talk about podcasting, you can't like not talk about Serial yeah
0: i mean that's for i I, like i said i was waiting for it to come up i knew it would come up at some point
1: it has to you know it's like the granddaddy (laughs)
0: listeners would have like revolted
1: (laughs) yeah because it's just like you you can't you gotta mention it even if like it's not where it was currently it's what kind of ushered in the age of podcasts if you will
0: definitely uh but jess any other podcasts you want to mention
1: Yeah, I do have a couple of honorable mentions um one is I was there too it's really interesting Brandon I think you would actually really like this podcast it's hosted by Matt Gurley and each episode he has someone who was on an iconic show or a movie um but that was like sort of in the background so to speak or someone you don't really think of like being in the movie um so for instance he has a 12 years a slave episode where he interviewed Taron Killam from SNL totally forgot he was even in that movie he interviewed the guy who played the grandpa in Get Out, and just talk to him about like what was his perspective like working on Get Out. So it's really interesting because it kind of gives insight into like those background people that you don't really think about, like the minor characters. What is it like? How do you get that role? Um, yeah. What is your experience like? For, so it's like about sets and TV shows and movies, but from a totally different angle. He has this really, really amazing episode with Ahmed Best, who voiced Jar Jar Binks. So it's just, like, really interesting perspective into movies that are huge. So I Was There Too, really cool. If you like pop culture, movie, TV, podcast, that's for you. Two Dope Queens is a really interesting talk show podcast. They just had a really brilliant episode with Michelle Obama. Um, And any of the Crooked Media podcasts, if you guys like political information, they do it in a really fun and insightful way. Um, And their podcasts include Pod Save America, Hysteria, and Love It or Leave It. Um, So, yeah, those are some of the ones that I'm into.
0: Nice. Uh, Some honorable mentions I'd like to give shout-outs to are the Script Notes podcast. Nice uh, podcast for writers out there. Um, I haven't listened to it in a while because, I don't know, sometimes it can be a little negative when they're just kind of like, well, it's impossible to get in this industry. And I'm just like, all right, we know. (laughs) You don't need to, like, we get it um i also like a cast of kings this is another game of thrones podcast that actually has the same host joanna robinson from storm of spoilers where they specifically do not talk spoilers on cast of kings um with a different co-host uh kevin pollock's chat show um uh kevin pollock for those who don't know he's like this comedian slash actor who he's kind of that actor who's a, a supporting role in a ton of things you know typical character actor uh he was in a few good men he uh was in the usual suspects um he was in i don't know grumpy old men you know like tons of tons of things where he's like there um but uh so he has great relationships with tons of these people because he's worked on so many movies and shows over the years Um, and he's just hilarious because he's a comedian and great at impressions uh and lastly another one i'd love to get a shout out to is how did this get made obviously some other favorite podcasts of mine um and i'm not just saying that because they're friends of mine but i love the movie trailer trash podcast hosted by charlie and bethany duber if you're in the kansas city area they're hosting a trivia night soon so uh check that those out movie trailer trash Um, you can find them uh, i've actually been on a couple episodes and hopefully to be on more down the road. Um it's funny watching them banter uh, about trailers. Um and the show of podcast hosted by Jeremy Meyer Uh, Also, podcasts i have been lucky enough to be on. And he's had some really cool guests on there, some writers and filmmakers and such. And also just guests talking about uh, shelved screenplays that uh, were almost made but never did get made. (laughs) You want to read what, uh, hear about, like, the 90s James Cameron (laughs) Spider-Man? You want to hear about some, like... Uh, shelved uh, scripts that... uh, The one I did was a Green Arrow movie that never got made that was really weird about him trying to escape from a prison um, where, no joke, he used pigeon shit and some other thing to make a bomb. It was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, shelved podcasts and movie trailer trash. Go check out those podcasts as well.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. Hold up. Was there... Actually a James Cameron Spider-Man movie that was was, in the works?
0: Like James Cameron was in negotiations for a long time to do a Spider-Man movie in like the 90s. And like there were scripts out there, like not by him, but like some of them were really weird. Like they tried to make, I don't know, very crude spider humor and like I don't know, like the webs, we'll just say webs. Shooting, inappropriately. <laughs> That's how I'll say that. Huh? Uh, it's it. Yeah. Listen to like there's his
1: dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. How else can you shoot a spider web inappropriately? I don't understand. I know,
0: but just the, <laughs> the yeah. listeners, if you could have seen her face when she asked that <laughs> on Facetime. <laughs> oh my god. Like his dick.
1: Oh man, my mom listens to this too. I'm so sorry, mom. I just need to know how do you what happened there? What's up with that? What? Uh, Excuse me? Oh what?
0: no, Jessica said dick. She knows that a oh, dick no. is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, but if you want to listen to the shelf but podcast. But yeah, was
1: it through his dick? T-? I, t-? mm, just...
0: I didn't read the script, but listen to the shelf podcast and they talk about that and a bunch of other weird scripts that were in talks to be made but obviously got shelved well guys as we are wrapping up our own podcasts about favorite podcasts uh do what you should do for all your favorite podcasts which is rate review subscribe um you should especially do that for ours because we mentioned earlier we got a little raffle contest going on if you rate review and subscribe and all those things we could give you a thirty dollar gift card to amazon you'll be put into a raffle to be given that away and uh if you give us a shout out on facebook and twitter and such you can win another 20 dollars amazon gift card uh it's raffle style so might as well throw your name in the hat you never know you can win 50 dollars for amazon for the holidays it's a pretty good deal But please get those in before December 20th because uh, that's when we're going to be drawing the names and giving out the prizes for the holidays. So check those out. Um, And please follow Entertainment Buffet on Facebook, at Entertainment Buffet on Twitter, Entertainment Buffet on Instagram. And Jess, where can they find you on the social medias?
1: On Twitter and Instagram, I am at Jess Quaz
0: awesome and on twitter and instagram i am at the pros t-h-e-p-r-o-z-e and uh yeah um as i've been saying uh, recent podcast episodes also check out flintlocked comic book flintlockedcomic.com a uh, comic book that joe mangles and i have been working on for a while first issue is available in some comic book shops in chicago so check those out uh for more information find us on facebook and instagram for that as well flintlocked comic book comic book about pirates so if you didn't like us talking about movies and tvs but you're a comic book fan something to check out but uh yeah jess we done did the podcasts about podcasts
1: we're so meta
0: so meta i'm sure no one's ever done this before
1: No, we're so meta.
0: (laughs) First revolutionary, first thing ever.
1: Revolutionary, breaking the barriers over here. (laughs) Killing the game, man.
0: (laughs) The game. All right. Well, um, glad we can end the episode uh, with you thinking about not only Amazon gift card money, but also Jess saying the words spraying webs from his dick uh, for (laughs) Spider-Man. That's forever in audio history now, Jess.
1: Yeah, whoops! I am editing <laughs> this one, so I could take it out. But you know what? I need the listeners. To, I I ask the tough questions around here. You know, I ask the questions that people you know people are afraid to ask. I'm not. Did it come out of his dick? I need to know.
0: <laughs> it's funny because so often listeners we we don't know how to end these episodes. But part of me wanted the audio to end on you just being like, yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but you then had to say you asked the hard questions, so now we have to keep And
1: it's a double entendre because I was talking about dicks. So funny. <laughs>
0: God damn it. <laughs> no, we can't end it because you're on a roll, Jess.
1: And we're just killing it. <laughs>
0: all right.